Houston, uh, we're back, man. First and foremost, Phil, before we get started with the episode, Houston, Texas, I'd like to apologize for the audio in episodes 15 and 16. I had just had a kid, and I recorded two episodes that same night, my, well, two days after my kid was born, so I was kind of distracted. But we're back. The audio's back and rolling. The video's back and rolling, so we're ready to go. First and foremost, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. To my father, Kenneth O'Dyke, CPA, happy Father's Day to you. Mr. Farmer, happy Father's Day to you. And most importantly, happy Father's Day to me. It's my first Father's Day. Phil, you got anything? Uh, happy Father's Day to my father, Philip Adesulu Sr. What's up, Pops? Uh, let's get into the episode. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dear John, the iconic legend Quincy Jones said, To know where you came from makes it easier for you to get where you're going. Sean Diddy Combs said, Everyone has challenges and lessons to learn. We wouldn't be who we are without them. If 2018 and the last six years taught you something, it's that anything is attainable with the right focus and determination. Continue to build. Continue to promote your vision. Continue to inspire creativity and make more creatives. In closing, Nas said, No idea is original. There's nothing new under the sun. It's never what you do but how it's done. The first chapter of your vision's movements is done. However, you're still a visionary. Peace and blessings. John Rawls. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie, Chicken, Puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my Houston, Texas, man, um, welcome back to episode number 17 of the, what, of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. My name is John Ross Dyke, and before we get started with the episode, Phil, I want to go ahead and knock out our social media handles so that we don't have to disrupt the flow of the conversation later on. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and still underscore visionary. Connect with me, subscribe and like my LinkedIn, YouTube and Facebook channels. Phil, you can find me at just feels right. J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L. Is it just feels or just feel right? Just, just feels. feels right. So it's just J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-S-R-I-G-H-T. And you can find my business page at JPR Styling. Everything you, no matter what you put on, it should just feel right. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, make sure that you check out the previous 16 episodes on my website, stillvisionary.com. Listen, Phil. Yes, sir. It's Father's Day weekend, man. Um, how many people have you put into fits for this weekend? Um, for this weekend, honestly, um, I have maybe four or five. Um, what do you call it? Like gift certificates mm-hmm. for for custom suits. Yeah, that I'm putting together for some uh, friends and family members to get their father a suit. And then I have a wedding. I have two weddings going on today. Um, one guy is already a father. One is not. Um, but I'm sure he'll be one soon enough. Yeah. 
to be honest with you, this is actually out of all of my wedding weekends and my busy weekends, this is actually one of the more chill weekends for me. Okay. That's why we're able to do this today. Okay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> man, you know, uh, that's the thing about consistency, man. I've been thinking about how to get back onto this podcast with uh, with my being being born almost a month ago on the 20th of June. So uh, it's uh, definitely challenging, man, to uh, try to squeeze them in. But listen, man, um, today is June the 15th, 2019. And uh, it's Father's Day was weekend, man. But, uh, you know, you've been on the podcast before, um, and we talked about the origins of uh, JPR uh, styling and you getting into the fashion and stylist industry man but today what i want to delve into is just basically you know um normally creatives think that create creation is you know art it's uh poetry um songwriting song producing all of that but your uh creativity which i've seen over the past few years uh transcends outside of that realm you uh you have your own way of seeing fashion. Let's talk about that for a second, man. How do you see fashion in 2019? Um, in 2019, I think fashion has gone in, in a lot of directions um, due to like social media. You know, I think we've gotten to a point where everybody's trying to do something different, which always doesn't come out to, you know, I guess you say in my eyes, doesn't come out to what, you know, I like. I personally think to stay classic, not mm-hmm. to stay too far of what you know. Mm-hmm. You know, always, you know, you always hear the, you know, classic and elegance never goes out of style. So that's kind of one of the things that I try to keep into, into consideration when I dress up for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to appreciate everybody's fashion sense, even though I still have my own critique on it. Yeah. You know, but um, like I said, I just, <laughs> I, I try, I try to, I try to appreciate it for what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, some things I can get with, some things I appreciate and I know they're not for me yeah. and some things I just can't get with and can't seem to understand it yeah yeah so uh <laughs> speaking of fashion man you know on episode two of my podcast i had on um wayne willis yeah let's talk about That's my that. guy yeah 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 because when he mentioned you man and it, i just was kind of baffled like what did you see about him fashion wise that made you decide that he was going to run he was going to cover for you when you when you bounced and did did your thing that that time you left um honestly with wayne um, I learned that he kind of knew exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, I don't know, it was just kind of like one of those things where, you know, the cliche uh, line, real recognize real, or, you know, and not let's say that, you know, real in that sense. It was just more of like we both were on the same page. Yeah. And you could tell, you know, genuine people. And so um, when he came to me, actually, the only thing he needed from me when we first met were some pants, Yeah, you know, and so I, you know, I made him some pants for the wedding, um, for, for his, his wedding, for his wedding. No doubt. And, um, we started, you know, rapping from there. And it was, like I said, it was just like, you know, we kind of just kind of like clicked from there. Yeah. And, you know, in this life, it's hard to meet people that at this point, I would say, you know, meet somebody from, you know, as an adult and find out that they're pretty genuine, you know, for sure. And, uh, um, I guess that's kind of like how we started rocking from there. Yeah. Because when he said to me that uh, you had um, decided to let him run JPR while you were gone, man, I, I started to think to myself, even during that. that I would interview. never let you do it. And we're going to get to it. I was thinking to myself, like, damn, he must, you must see some. Because, you know, you fashion guys, y'all all in the same realm. Y'all only trust each other. 
you know, y'all know, y'all see something, y'all, y'all have similarities, and for you to allow him to do that, I was just like, whoa. I mean, this guy's got to be the fashion, the fashion guy in whatever realm he's doing because that's not something that you like. I would never allow somebody to run Still Visionary Inc. without my consent or without me being there if they weren't along the same realms. Like mm-hmm. if they hadn't hadn't had their own thing, if they weren't a creative. So for you for you to do that, I was like, okay, all right, this is a guy that I need to, you know. Uh, stay associated with man so i mean i think when when it comes to to business you know especially at 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 a point we're all going to get to you know when you're running a business by yourself mm. you know sometimes you want somebody you know to help that are, that is like-minded yeah um for sure and i think that that was <laughs> one of those things that you know it helped us out i guess you could say cuz we were very like-minded um he technically you know, I think he kind of understood, you know, just through conversation, like, you know, he has his lane, I have my lane, mm-hmm. but we can still, you know what I'm saying, dr- ride parallel together. Yeah. You know, and that was, that was one of the things that I really just liked about him just in general. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, fam? We didn't even, we didn't even um, oh, yeah. salute, fam. How you, man? Appreciate you uh, coming on to the podcast, man. No so doubt. listen, man, um, Houston, Texas, I have you know this, man. This, right here is uh uh my brother man from another mother man we uh we linked up uh in 2004 at the towers yeah yeah 2003 it was, your, it was, it was your first year because yeah. right before you uh i think it was right hey, man, when you were growing your hair don't 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 make it seem like <laughs> don't make it seem like like your your son of me or your older no, 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 no. i mean I, I mean i was there a year before you yeah 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 true yeah true i was there a year before you yeah. but it was, it was right around the time you were growing your hair and i forgot what breaker is no, I, no, say I wasn't growing my hair then yes it was I, I just had my hair grown because i hadn't been to the shop but I wasn't growing my hair. Oh, then. so it wasn't it wasn't on purpose. Nah, but I, you told me your dad didn't let you didn't want you to come home. Well, no, that's not what it was. My dad wanted me to cut my hair, and I was like, Nah, I don't want to cut my hair. So you were growing your hair out. I wasn't growing it out. I just hadn't been. I didn't. I couldn't use the barber that I wanted to use. Yeah, but when your dad asked you <laughs> to cut your hair, you said, No, I'm not cutting your hair because my barber. I don't just let anybody touch my head when they cut. They're cutting paws. I don't let anybody just touch my head to cut my hair. My barber, my dad wouldn't let me use my barber, so I was just like, I'm not gonna cut it till I can use my barber. So that's where we had our differences in opinions. But then you, then you became to grow it, grow it out. Listen, dog, I wasn't, cut, I wasn't, I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, initially you weren't trying out. to grow your hair out. Yeah, so I, I was just waiting for another barber, and so and so that's the time when Mike cut my hair, and that that you know I look back from that, uh, that was it. Because <laughs> I, my barber, how did Mike get to cut your hair? My bite. Look, listen, listen. <laughs> my barber at the time was cutting cutting hair outside of his apartment, and my dad wasn't feeling that. You know what I'm saying? It was it was somewhere off of West Belford. He wasn't feeling that, so he was just like, "You ain't gonna do this, and you ain't gonna do that." And I was like, "Nah." I'm getting my hair cut, you know what I'm saying? So you can't just, you know, just tell me where I'm about to get my hair cut. So that's a long, that's that's besides the point. <laughs> I even forgot the point, man. But um, what, what were we saying? What were we saying? We're talking so, about how we met. Yeah, so um, back then, what would you describe fashion back then as? Um, Hip-hop. Yeah. You know, just plain and simple hip-hop, which, I mean, I still think hip-hop has a lot of, you know, influence on fashion today especially with like high designers. But you know, back then was when, you know, that was like the the surge of like platinum fubu. Yeah. Um jerseys, yeah. you know, fabulous, yeah. stuff like that. I remember I think you had a you had a run where you wanted to wear only black and white like Diddy, right? Yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> 
So the reason why I asked that question is because um, we growing up together, I've seen you evolve in fashion, and mine was kind of stunted a little bit. But it's not about me; it's about you. How do you think that you stayed relevant um, in um, in all those changes that that occurred in fashion from those time periods to now? Um, I think for the most part is I always tried to dress my age. Um, although some things I did look back at it now, um, I kind of like cringe when I see what I wore, Yeah. but I was still proud of what I wore, yeah. you know, cause I knew, you know, what it was to wear that at that time. Yeah. Um, and then as you get older, you know, it's one of those things where like, you got to kind of like stay true to yourself, mm-hmm. but still stay relevant. You know what I mean? Like I never want to be like my dad. Uh, and I, you know what, let me not even say my dad, but like, you know, the, the cliche dad or, you know, that's just all the way out of style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you want to dress your style for your age group, but you always want to be in style. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the, you know, the dad that wears the same jeans every day, <laughs> and, you know, switches up between like three or four shirts, you know, <laughs> like I, I want to be able to, you know, keep it, keep it clean. And like I said, it's something that I think I actually get from my dad. Mm hmm. You know, like my dad is the shopper in the house. Mm. Like I think I learned how to shop from my dad. Like my dad's an avid TJ Maxx, Ross and Marshall shopper. You know, he could be there all day and he'll sift through and find some things. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, part of the things that helped me. Yeah. So listen, man, I tried to avoid it because I've heard the story before, but I think my new platform hasn't heard the story of how it is that you got into fashion. Because I, I remember back at 5304, you know, when you grow up with a clique of people, man, you always know what that individual person inside the clique is going to end up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think that back in the day, I knew that you would always get into fashion because you were always the fashionable guy, the guy in in the group fashion designing everybody. Hey, you should wear this. You should wear that. But um, it was only a matter of time. But let's talk about how you got into fashion the very first time before when you start to see it for what it was. Um. Like we, like we said before, I have I have two two main stories that I can say mm-hmm. kind of got me to that point. Do you remember the the one you gave on the last podcast? Uh, I think I gave both. Okay, um, well, but I'll go ahead. quickly go, go through ahead. both. Yeah. Um, so the first one was Christmas, probably I was probably like seven or eight. Um, the two things I had on my Christmas list was a Sega Genesis and a cowboy jacket. Go Cowboys! Um, and so. Uh, my mom allowed me to open up my, my gifts on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So I opened up the gifts and neither had a cowboy jacket or a um, Sega Genesis in it. Yeah. It had some clothes. Of course, me going through, you know, the box that was all the, all the gifts, I'm, you know, sifting through the end. And like, I look at my mom and I'm like, yo, what else? <laughs> you know, like, where's everything else at? Like, you know, these are the things you wanted to buy me. What about the things I asked for? You know, and um, in true parental fashion, you know, my mom got upset. Yeah. And she was like, you know, you didn't, you weren't even grateful for the gifts you got. Yeah. So um, she put me on like a little bit of punishment. But the next day we had to go to church. So the reason why she allowed me to open those clothes the day before for Christmas Eve was so I could wear these clothes to church. Mm-hmm. And so I remember getting out of the car at church wearing the things that, she, you know, she had got me. And it was my uh, pastor's daughter who I had a, like a, you know, kindergarten crush on yeah. or whatever the case may be, even though yeah. she was way older than me. Um, so I remember walking up to her and we were about, about 15, 20 feet away from each other. And she was like, you got on Tommy? Yeah. And she was talking, to, referring to Tommy Hilfiger. And I was just like, 
I looked down like, the hell? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what you talking about? Yeah. And she was like, I wish my parents would get me Tommy Hilfiger. And I was just looking at her like, you notice this stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, you notice, like, yeah. clothing? Yeah. And so that was like, a, you know, a light bulb that kind of clicked in my head that, you know, people notice what you have on. Mm. You know, especially, you know, it sounds cliche, but like, especially from the distance, you know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, how they say, like, your first impression, you know, really, even though that wasn't my first impression from her, but that was my first impression from that day. Mm-hmm. And that's what she saw was like the clothing that I had on. Mm. And so that was one thing that I, I can like pinpoint in my mind. Like I can see that that moment yeah. right now, you know, getting out the car, the exact spot and everything. <laughs> and I remember her saying like she knew what I had on. Yeah. So that was one. And then um, fast forward a couple of years later, um, um, more than a couple of years, but um I was in sixth grade and I had been at private school all my life. Mm. So I had been wearing a uniform. Mm-hmm. So my mom, so I begged my mom to all sixth grade year to take me out of private school. Like, I'm tired of this. You know, I'm, I started playing sports. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to school with the people I went to sports, to, I mean, play sports with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of them went to public school. So finally, seventh grade year, my mom said that I could go to um, public school mm-hmm. under one stipulation. Yeah. You continue wearing your uniform. Yeah. You know, um, so pretty much for the first, I want to say the first set of six weeks, I wore uniform every day. Granted, I'm luckily I had a little bit of a personality. Yeah. I'm lucky I was kind of cool. So people didn't really <laughs> clown me for it. Kind of cool. You know what I mean? They just, I kind of just looked like the new kid that that's just what he dresses. Yeah. You know, that's the way he, he dresses. So then the second set of six weeks, I want to say somewhere in between there, um, my mom allowed me to wear anything I wanted to wear on Fridays. Yeah. So I literally, no BS, Sunday through Thursday, I'm putting together an outfit for, for Friday. Mm-hmm. And then I'm writing it down. So I make sure I don't repeat that same outfit the same way again mm. the next Friday or any Friday. Mm-hmm. So people can know, because my mom, they always bought me sneakers because I played sports and stuff yeah. like that. So I always had like shoes. Yeah. But I just, and I had clothes. And so they saw, you know, Monday through Thursday that I'm wearing my sneakers and stuff like that. But on Fridays, I used to come with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was just kind of one of those things that instilled in me. Like it gave me like the process of putting together an outfit. You know, I know you have those times where I see you. I was like, JR, what you got on? He's like, man, I just put this on together. Yeah. That never happens. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so how long on average does it take you to put an, an outfit together if you're going out to like a, a day party or something like that? Because Um, for me, the reason why I asked that is for me, I'm not going to say that I'm limited in the wardrobe area. Sometimes with my purpose in life now, my journey, I'm restricted to certain things that I need to wear. Right? And, I mean, some people, you know, some people don't, I don't want to say that they don't care enough, but that's not their focus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's not my focus, but it it's my focus to wear and promote what I want to promote. You know what I'm saying? So if if I can't promote, then you won't see me going in in any old thing but for me i know if i'm if i'm planning on going to like there was this this poet this poetic party i'm trying to go to i already have in mind what i want to wear how long does it take you to put together what you want to wear before you go out and does the event matter um of course the event matters because you need to know you know dress accordingly um although when in doubt you know overdress Mm -hmm. um but i think I can't put a pinpoint time on it, but I think it does take a process in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm consistently always shopping. Um, sometimes at that time when I realize something is coming up, mm-hmm. 
I may already have something in the mail on their way. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have something in the mail on the way that I was like, okay, that's perfect for this event. Yeah. Or, you know, I may have had something in the closet that I've never worn or I wore when I was out of town that might be perfect for that event. Yeah. But, you know, to put a time on it, I wouldn't be able to, but I would say it's a co- it's a constant thought, you know, to be ready. Like, for instance, this weekend, I didn't know what I was doing. I, had, I really had open-in-the-air plans, but I still went to the mall and got three shirts just in case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, next week, I'm going to go to da- I'm going to Dallas. I've already I've already been on the internet. I bought a couple of pairs of jeans. Yeah. Just you know what I mean. Yeah. Not saying that I'm gonna even take them to Dallas, but just, just in case. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a constant process. Yeah. You know, so it's more of like I would say, I kind of, I'm in a way I wouldn't say I, I'm I'm already ready before it gets to that time. Now, if it's a wedding or something like that, or if it's when I, you know, I'm making one of my custom suits, mm. then I'll go through fabrics, kind of know, you know, depending on that. But when if it's just like everyday things, it's a, it's a constant journey. Yeah. So, okay. So let me paint a picture right quick. Um, let's say that a guy, for some reason, he did a bid and he comes home from 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 um from jail, right? Mm-hmm. And he is um he's been thrust back into society, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody refers you to him. What are you going to get him immediately in his wardrobe to be relevant in 2019? Good question. Um, We're talking, I want to go from the top to the bottom. I want to go from the shirt, jeans, shoes, socks, whatever else. Draws are not important. You can go <laughs> Walmart and get them. Um, what are you going to get him? I'll definitely get him a nice pair of fitted jeans. Okay. Um, probably a a light blue or a black pair. Okay. Something that could go with, you know, multiple outfits. Yeah. Um, definitely get him, you know, the simple, just because of where I come from, how I, I've, I've always dressed, but you need, a you know, a good black and white tee. You can always throw those on. Yeah. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. You yeah. can put a blazer on top of one of those, you know, mm-hmm. and make it work. Um, and then, of course, I would tell him to get a JPR suit. Okay. You know, I would tell him to get a color um, like a navy blue or or a dark gray or something like that, something that you could throw on with jeans and a t shirt. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can something you can dress up mm-hmm. as well. And then of course, you know, I'd even probably get them. You know, if I were to say one pair of shoes, it'd probably be like some common projects. Yeah. You know, some all whites, um, something that you can wear with the suit um, and, and be fashionable. Something you can wear with your jeans and be fashionable. Something you can wear with one of those tees that I told you. Mm-hmm. You know, so that would probably be the start. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know you got to start somewhere because that's definitely not where we're gonna finish. We're gonna get a full. We're gonna get you a full wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and and does that suffice, or how much? How much of how much of that to be? So you said you never repeated. Obviously, I'm gonna repeat a couple. I'm oh no no no, no 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 no! I'm gonna repeat a couple. I, re- I repeat two. Okay. I, in in high school. No, okay. in middle school, I was I wasn't repeating because I only had one Friday. Okay. You know every. Some, you know, if it's ten months, you yeah, got you know, yeah, ten, yeah, yeah. ten outfits. Yeah, you know, I, I yeah. could have done that. I mean, of course, Not I repeat. Ten, if it's ten months, you got forty outfits. Uh, forty outfits, yeah. 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 Um, but as far as like now, um, I still repeat. You know, sometimes I'd, I'd be conscious of trying to switch it up, yeah. wear, wear it a different way. Yeah. Um, one, and you probably remember. You remember back in the day when we used to. Uh, Every week we used to go to the mall and find a new outfit, find yeah, a new outfit. Yeah, yeah. And so I got into that habit. And then one, su- one summer I told myself, I was like, man, I got all these clothes. 
And I'm, it's like I'm only wearing them once. So I'm not really wearing them. And if I do wear them again, I wear them the exact same way I wore them before. Yeah. So I, I did this thing over some over the summer. I was like, I'm not buying no new clothes because I had a lot of clothes. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not buying any new clothes. But what I'm going to do is learn to switch things up. Like if I have this shirt and I wore it with these pair of jeans last time, I'm going to wear mm-hmm. it with a different pair of jeans and a different sne- pair of sneakers mm-hmm. this time and just like switch it up. So, you know, you can you get multiple uses out of your clothes. Mm. So the way my mind works with um, production, film, podcast-wise, I'm, I'm curious to see if, if your mind works the same. So when you say, how do you know that you've worn, besides wearing it, and I'm talking about maybe two, three weeks down the line, how do you know that you've worn this pair of pants with that shirt and vice versa if you don't write it down? Um, Kind of one of the things that is just, if it's natural, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when you when i buy something i kind of i buy it with an intent for an outfit okay. you know so let's say if i just buy a t-shirt i kind of already know how i'm going to wear it mm-hmm. so that's usually my initial thing now the second time i try to wear it it may take thought because you know my mind already went to how i was going to wear it initially mm-hmm. so now i'm trying to think okay now how can i switch it up yeah you know what i mean so yeah. it's kind of like one of those things like i don't have to necessarily write it down but i envision it because I actually i'm actually the one who wore it so i don't really r- forget yeah. How I wore it the first time. Okay. What song is on your mind right now? Song Cry Always. Song Jay-Z. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going to say Nas, you know my style, but. but nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and Who, I'm, Who's Nas? Yo, Houston, Texas, man. We don't pay we don't pay mind to ignorance like that, okay? Nas uh, is about to drop Lost Tapes, too. But that's the size, besides the point. The song that's on Has my mind. Has he lost mind, all his other tapes? Stop playing, man. Stop playing, man. <laughs> stop playing, man. But the song that's on my mind right now is um, off the Jim Jones Project, El Capo, uh, Tomb and May Concern. That song is, <laughs> the hook right there just had, it, it just has been on my mind ringing and ringing and ringing. Jump, you know, uh, but... um. I'm a man with pride. You don't do shit like that. Uh, is that song cry? Yeah. Off what album? Uh, Blueprint. What track? Five or four or five. <laughs> no, it's not five. <laughs> uh, uh, song cry is track number 11, I believe. It's down there? Yeah, I think it's track number 11. If I'm not, don't quote me, but I think it's track um, number 11 on I mean, Blueprint. You could be right. I'm probably wrong. Okay, so listen, man. Um, We've talked about, so JPR styling came um from what um what uh event or what experience in life jpr styling came by accident okay um it all started with running out of space on my ipad um at one point i had a i had an ipad and naturally because i'm into fashion and and clothes i started a um I used to always go to like GQ, Esquire, anything that I used to see that I liked and could mm-hmm. get inspiration from, I used to always screenshot it mm-hmm. and save it. And at the time, I think I had the iPad 1, least amount of space. Um, and so I was running out of space on my iPad. It was running slow. I wasn't able to do the things that I wanted to do. And at the time, Instagram was getting popular, mm-hmm. you know. So I thought it was basically, you know, like a cloud. Mm-hmm. You know, I could post all these pictures that I – that I save. Mm-hmm. And then I can also give reference to people instead of, you know, how you used to always call me like, Hey Phil, I'm going to this event. What should I wear? Mm. That was like, you know, something that people can go reference, mm-hmm. but it really started selfishly for myself of just taking, taking those pictures and being able to transfer and then being able to delete them from my page. So then, um, so then with that, 
Um, I was meeting, you know, people who knew, and I was in Dallas at the time. Cause you know, you remember I moved to Dallas for like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't even know if it was a full year, Yeah. but I was in Dallas. And so, you know, being most of my friends were here, I was able to, I wasn't able to do much besides, you know, shop while I was in Dallas. So I shopped a lot and people took, you know, notori- I mean, people took notice of it. Um, some friends from church, um, so far and so forth. And so. Um, particularly one person asked me to take her boyfriend out shopping mm-hmm. and I was just like, nah, I don't, you know, I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, come on, man, you're always dressed up. Like you always go shopping, just take him with you. Just give him some advice. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, and when I did that, it kind of gave me a, a fulfilling feeling, um, to see him change where, where these clothes and then actually go to his party. And he looked and looked like a different person. You know what I mean? And you know what the hell they say, if you dress good, you feel good, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. so that kind of gave me a little bit of, um, a little bit of notice. And then I had a, I had a friend, um, he, he asked me to be in his commercial, uh, Erwin mm-hmm. Nichols, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Real Estate. Mm-hmm. He asked me to be in his commercial for, uh, you know, real estate or whatever forth. So we used a um, we used a high rise um, here in Houston, as you know, and I was like the leading guy in the video. So yeah. we acted like you know the the apartment we were using were mine was yeah. mine, which yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Um. And so then I met uh. You know, you walking around the the condo um, high rise in the high rise or whatever. We went to the guy's closet and he just had a bunch of suits in his closet, and it was something like I had never seen before in person. Yeah. You know. So I reached out to the guy and I was like, hey, man, what, you know, what do you do while you have all these suits? And he's like, I mean, that's what I do. I do custom suits. Mm. And I was like, wow. And I was like, man, I have this following on Instagram because at the time my following had started getting you yeah. know, up there. What, 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 what year was this? Um, probably around 2012, 2013. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. And so um, I was able to start working with, with him. Might have been 14, but somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was able to, to talk to him. And he really gave me a, a nice little jump start. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his main things he told me when I did start working with him, it was like, you know, you don't, you don't work for me. Mm-hmm. You work for yourself. Yeah. I'm just an outsource. Facts. You know, so at the time, you know, like I said, I was, you know, doing a little bit of styling here and there, but nothing, nothing substantial. But what that gave me was able to give me a product, Yeah. you know, and when I was able to product, I was able to market a product. Okay. Um, towards you know to friends and fa- people that I knew, okay, and so that's how you know that's how we re- that's how JPR really got started. Okay, um, it was all really at the end of the day it was all by accident. Yeah. So um, let, j- before we move on into the suits, um, I want to ask you in 2019, what is the most important accessory in a man's closet? What is the most important accessory? Are you going to tell? Wow. Me that? Excuse me. <laughs> Do we have the, an update? Hold on, hold the on. The Pelicans have agreed to the deal, the trade Anthony Davis to the Lakers for Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including Jesus Christ. the fourth overall. We're live, man. Today is June the fifteenth, two thousand and nineteen, wow. and this episode is dropping Tuesday. We didn't get rid of we didn't get rid of Coos. Hey, listen. You broke it broke first, so you'll hear it on news on Monday. But Tuesday, know that it broke Sunday, and he just broke it. Go ahead, <laughs> Bruh. This man is checking Lakers Bruh. facts in Houston, Texas. He's checking Lakers facts on the What's Next podcast, a Houston product. Just keep that in mind. 
And he, he yelled out Let's Cowboys early. It wouldn't matter anyway. Because it wouldn't matter go. anyway. Because they're going to give KD and Clay the max, right? The and niggas he, are not even playing next year. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, KD, I mean, uh, at least Clay, Clay will be back. When? He'll be back. When? December. He'll be back. They said 10 to, to 10 to 12 months. He'll be back, man. Trust me. He'll be back. What, looking like Boogie out there? He'll be Boogie. Boogie's all right. He'll be back. Listen, I'm not a. I am a Warriors fan. Go Rockets and six. Rockets and six, man. Hey, listen, man. This ain't a sports podcast. I asked you a question. Answer the question. Remember the question I asked you? I don't. The question I asked you was what's the most important accessory in a man's closet? The accessory? Yeah. Well, well, when I say accessory, I probably mean what's the most important thing in a man's closet? Confidence. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Because, you know, before you even walk into your closet, you got to have confidence in whatever you can pull out because sometimes you may not necessarily have what you really want to wear, mm-hmm. but you got to have that confidence to pull it off. I like that answer. Today is June the 15th, 2019. And I apologize for the sports stuff. Hey, listen, it's okay. We need that type of spontaneity <laughs> in, in, in the podcast. Today is June the 15th, 2019, and we have 199 days left in 2019. What do you hope to attain in those 199 days? Um, Consistency. Mm-hmm. I think one, um, one thing out of this year that I can con- I can honestly say about my business is that I've had a lot of consistency from day one, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to keep, I want to keep that, that build up, mm-hmm. you know, um, when I first started, you know, it was, you know, searching for clients. Yeah. Then when, then, you know, was going to the next year is getting clients, but, you know, starting to build a little bit of clientele yeah. and then getting them, you know, you know, but bulk during like wedding season. Yeah. You know, last year I can say wedding season was like all year, you know, then on top of, you know, wedding season and having your regular clients, you know, coming back, being satisfied, yeah. you know, learning the kinks, you know, as with any business, you know, we all technically don't know what we're doing as we go in, For you know, sure. and as we For go, sure. as we keep going. So, you know, this is one year that I can say, you know, consistency has been very, very good. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of referrals, a lot of. Um, new clients, out-of-state clients, you know, starting this business, I was like, you know, oh, I got to search for everybody in Houston, be at every event in Houston so mm-hmm. people know who I, who I am. And I can honestly say, you know, not that I'm not worried about Houston, but, you know, my my business portfolio has, has pushed out, you know, further than I could even imagine, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, doing weddings, you know, sending suits to, to Ghana, sending suits to, Aust- you know, Australia, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like little things like that are things that, you know, now that I'm seeing, I really love the consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, man. So um, we were talking about the suits and we're going to wrap it up in a few. We were talking about the suits. Um when you see a suit, what is the first thing that you notice about the suit on, on a man or on a woman? What is the first thing you notice about a suit? The fit. And why the suit? The fit. Um, because I think the fit is the most important. You know, I think a lot of times, um, a lot of times it's, um, how can I explain it? The... You can wear whatever you want mm-hmm. as long as it fits good. You can get away with a lot as long as it fits good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As you can see in, in my closet, I have a, a lot of different colors. 
you know, I've worn a purple suit mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. Did I look like Barney? Maybe to some people I did, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I had it, I, the fit was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, you know, I think the fit is what really matters. And mm -hmm. when you, when you, when it fits right, you can get away with a lot of things. So the most important thing is the fit. When you say get a lot, get away with a lot of things, what do you mean? Like as far as color designs, um, um, as far as colors in design, you know, just, you know, you can, you can, you can push the envelope a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, not just your normal blue and gray and black suit. Mm -hmm. Um, you can get away with a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the main thing. Okay. Um, I thought I had another question, man. Um, um, so, uh, my last thing, my last couple of things, when does, uh, just feels right or when does that that um idea of yours become a lifestyle does, is it ever a hindrance for you do you ever go out outside of the house and not have put a uh, serious thought into your outfit um yeah if i'm going to like the grocery store no because the reason why i say that is because the other day when you came to visit me at the hospital <clears throat> i noticed that i had on i tried to keep my my brands together i had on adidas shorts and adidas ultra boost shoes right but I looked at you and you had on Jordan shorts. You had on what Jordans were those that you had on? Threes. The threes. When does it when is it ever do you ever take time off from being the fashion guy? Um certain things just you know, like 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 I guess you say without lack of better words, piss me off. Mm -hmm. So um you know, like if I don't have, if I have, you know, a pair of Adidas shorts, mm -hmm. I'm going to definitely have a pair of Adidas sh shoes on. Okay, for sure. Yeah, so cross-branding yeah. yeah. pisses you off. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. Certain, certain, certain things like that, like kind of like piss me off. Um, for so, sure. You know, I mean, on certain days, like for instance, on days that I have to wear a hat. Yeah. If it's in a, if, if I have to wear an Adidas hat, it's going to be all Adidas that I'm putting on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You know, but I also think I'm I'm in a position where I have I have a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know, those things don't really bother me. Yeah. Hey yo, man. Are oh, you leaving? Go ahead. Yeah. So um uh so what I like to do on the podcast is this, man. Uh I like to bring on creatives on the podcast and I like to talk about their journeys, man. Um and uh, the last question I like to pose before we close the episode is, what's next for JPR styling? What's next for Just Feels Right? Um, growth. Okay. Growth is the is the main thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the main thing I want is is just growth. Yeah. Um, if I if I, I'd be here in line if I said if I had like a you know a, a real business plan for what's next. Yeah. But growth is the main thing. It's just you know getting better from the day before. Yeah. So uh, what we, what I like to do on the podcast, man, is I like to bring creatives on. And the last thing I'll give to you before we wrap the episode is a custom. Oh, is it, is it two shirts here? A custom SVI T-shirt that I give to every creative that comes on the podcast, man. This is just a token that you on the podcast. Whenever I see you rock it or whenever whenever I see it in your possession, I know that you on the podcast, man. All right, no doubt. And you know the shirt came from from where did the shirt come from? Uh, the sweatshirt or or the, the I mean the low when the, the printing oh yeah well um Houston Texas I it's summertime man so make sure that you holler at me for any prints that you need man Je still visionary ain't printed that sweatshirt man is that it I mean you you, you tell them is that it Houston Texas man <laughs> that's our time peace and blessing <laughs> thank you.
Yo, I feel like 95 Sachi on my body Biggie, Jigga, Puffy All that ballin' is a hobby And I'm wildin' in my wallies And them valleys, no Pilates More way, get you more wet 